0: Hello, you guys. It is Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. Today is June the 27th. I'm I'm recording this um, a little bit earlier in the week, and I have a a few things going on. So I did want to make sure that I got the message out. It came to me today to really go ahead and um, speak a little bit about something that we all probably um, have issues with or have thought about. So if you are listening to me for the first time and wondering, why did I name my podcast Create a Generational Love Cycle? And it's because that, as you know, any habit, unhealthy habit that we have, and we want to break it or replace it with something, it has to be something positive, something helpful. Um, And as you know, pain can be very damaging can be very life, um, life draining, life destroying. And so when I think about what I can do, not only for myself, but for those that surround me, for, for the generations to come, and that's building a firm foundation in love and passing that on. Because with love, I believe you have everything that you need. Um, you have everything that you, you, you need to, to be successful in life. Because in everything, in every success, in every avenue of your success, love is, is, is needed to respect people, to honor people, to treat people fairly. And when we do those things, um, no wonder people want to be around us. People want to support us. Um, because we're basing our actions in one of the basic universal laws is that love each other. So, and also too, when I think about the more positive aspect that we want to change in our life, I think about Mother Teresa. You know, th- there's a quote out there that says she was once asked, why, does, why doesn't she participate in anti-war demonstrations? And her response was, I said I, that I will never do that. But as soon as you have a pro-peace rally, I will be there. And one of the other quotes that I didn't know until today is that Mother Teresa said that often the world peace begins within the family, within the family. Bingo. Bingo. Begins within the family. Just as racism and hatred and violent acts. um, A lot of that starts at a young age, children are not born racist. You know, when I think about my son's friend, his best friend since kindergarten, and he's now in the fourth grade and he Skypes her by us living in uh, Tillamook and she in Ohio, he Skypes her and I look at her and just so much innocence and beauty and friendship that has grown for the past four years. It's, it's amazing. And The first time that Cam even made reference, our son Cam made reference to his best friend's color of skin was when he experienced some racism here in Oregon. Uh, Someone called him a (laughs) nicker, not nigger, nicker. I don't even like saying that word and my apologies. But he, he referenced, we were talking about color and I said, well, you're brown, you know, you're brown skin. You're not black, even though there's categorization here in the United States and across the world that you're African-American, you're black or white or Hispanic, et cetera, and are Hispanic. I said, you're brown skin. And he 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 said, yeah. And she is she meaning his best friend. She is (laughs) pink. And so ever since I was a child, I I, I just couldn't make sense out of nonsense. I couldn't make sense that of all the colors in the world, the leaves, the grass, the houses, popsicles, ice cream, everything, trash cans, everything, cars, there's so much color in the world. And for someone not to like me because of the color of my skin, because of something my creator designed me in right it's it it wasn't meant to be a disgrace but to show him himself through me his his love of color his love of children um, even teaching us through our experiences to accept people as they are to look beyond the color and see the character, see him, see his blessings, see his love, his compassion, his hope, his forgiveness. That's what our relationships are supposed to do instead of beating and crime and racist remarks. And so as I move forward with this podcast and this month, the last few days in June of PTSD National PTSD Awareness Month. As you know, PTSD is when we have gone experienced something, and it, it 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 changes, if you will, our 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 program a little bit. It it depending on how we respond to it, we change our some of our programming in our body. We cover up those things like um, uh, healing from the inside out and being able to love and being able to forgive others for they know not what they do. As Jesus said, when he was being persecuted um, on the cross, forgive them father for they know not what they do. That why many people have the nightmares and have the the intrusive thoughts. Why we have, and and I'm, I'm speaking of myself. Why even have experience anger, and uh, disappointment, and resentment, and shame, and vengeance, is because we 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 forget that when people are doing stuff to hurt us, when people people who are hurting hurt us, they have lost their way a little bit. And when we have, we blame and we persecute them and judge them, we too have lost our way. That within us is the ability to have compassion, to have hope, to, to forgive, to be the light in the darkness, be the light in the dark circle of pain. We have it in us. And so when I was, and I, and I speak from experience, right, that we are told in the Bible that we're going to have trials and tribulations. But when we experience those, we have to remember that life, things happen in life. We have to remember that there's pain in life, that people are hurting. And At the same time, to live our life more abundantly by remembering who we are, by remembering that there is no experience that I cannot um, get over. I am greater. We are greater. You are greater than your experience. So at the age, between the ages of five and ten, Two family members led me into the dark wilderness of insexual insexual, sexual abuse. And five years later, I stood at the crossroads wondering, what do I do now that this has happened? And a series of events um, unfolded, reading the Bible, learning the Lord's Prayer, listening to my mother's teachings, live another day. Because when something like that happens, when you feel as though you are powerless, when you feel as though you're trapped in a maze with no way out, when you feel as though you are alone, when you feel as though you've been um, taken advantage of or had um, your personal space has, has been invaded, that your nose were ignored, that your arms were pushed away or your your body meant nothing other than what they wanted. When you've gone through stuff like that, and there are many experiences, it's not just sexual abuse that will have you feeling like that. Many traumas will have you feeling like that. That you're the victim instead of realizing you're 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 not a victim. But it's kind of hard when you're going through, right? And so I I I stood at the window um at some point and I said that I want to be aligned with nature. And I don't, I, I know where it came from, but at the, at the moment, I, it just said it. I said, I, you know, I looked out at the sky and said, I want to be aligned with nature. And the events continued to unfold. I learned about Jesus. Again, I paid attention to my mom's teaching, give from the heart. And I saw her embody that spirit of giving from the heart, of forgiveness you know, even in the way that she treated those that had sexually abused me. And there were times where I I just, I couldn't understand why she was so nice. But time, life experiences showed me that that's what forgiveness is. That's what giving from the heart is. And over time, the more I listened to my mother, the more I thought about Jesus and how He responded to betrayal. Because that's in trauma, you betrayal, especially abuse. You you feel as though somebody portrayed you, that they didn't love you the way that you want to be loved, um, or that you they 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 did something that made you feel kind of you know dirty or, or nasty or didn't feel good about yourself. And so I started. Bringing in those resources, drowning myself in prayer, praying every night, um, talking to God, spending time out in nature, you know, admiring the beautiful trees, um, just really trying to live a good life, um, trying to live a normal life um, as much as possible, and changing my focus from what happened to how can I learn from life now? How can I apply what I've learned, what I learned from childhood sexual abuse to life going forward that I don't find myself in a situation like that ever again. And um, I have tested that mindset of being a student of life with, it's been tested through so many experiences that if you see yourself as a victim versus a student, versus someone who forgives, someone who, yeah, I may not understand everything that you've been through, but I know that pain does not discriminate. That anger can really grasp a a person and, and pain can really grasp a person that they're no longer themselves. They are not in a state of consciousness of love. They are somewhere else, lost. And luckily for me, I I got a chance to see that even while I was going through the abuse. So the thought that I want to leave you with today is that you are not alone. And even if you've, I I, luckily I had a mother who believed me, brothers who showed me that not all men are abusers and doing away with thoughts such as being, you know, afraid of men. I, I couldn't live like that. You don't have to live your life in fear. You don't have to live your life in anger. You are much greater than what you've gone through and you are not alone. And so one of the things that really has helped me is being in tune with who I wanted to be being in tune with how God created me. Being in tune with my creator by reading the Bible, by praying, by really asking myself, what is it that I'm supposed to learn out of this? What can I apply to this situation to help me get through it? So if you if you if you don't do not have people in your life, search for things that will be that circle of influence for you. Even if it's picking up reading, even if when it's spending time in nature, because we're not alone, no matter what you've gone through, no matter what somebody has told you or what they have assumed of how you are because of the trauma, you can make yourself who you want to be. You do not have to live in the past, but you can use the past to create your present and be hopeful for the future. I hope that I've shared some healing, life regenerating life giving message to you today. That whoever hears this needed to hear this recording. And I pray that you will find the peace that resides in you, that you will unite with the peace and compassion and forgiveness and hope and love and mercy and grace and truth and understanding that all resides in you. That you, because you believe you are greater than your experience, you will search for that truth. And remember anything that we seek, when we seek with all our heart, when we ask, It will be given to us. When we seek it, we shall find. And when we knock on the door, truth opens up to us. It comes into our heart, it comes into our mind, it comes into our spirit. You are here for a reason. And it is not, not for continued suffering of something someone has done in the past because they don't know what they're doing. And even if you think they do or believe they do, if they are, and my husband and I, we had this conversation just yesterday. If they were in the state of love, if we are in the state of love, if we are attuned with our creator, then why would we want to cause pain to another person? Why would we inject pain because if you are in tune and aligned with the truth and love isn't that what you give to others thank you so much for listening to create a generational love cycle I pray that you will have a fantastic week look out for my articles my blog on uh, wordpress.com Tamika S. Chambers I'm also on Medium And um, feel free, I would love for you to sign up for my quarterly newsletters. I didn't want to make them too frequent, but to really pop in every three months to share information on healing from the inside out, reuniting, reuniting with your purpose and being in the best health possible. Until next time, this is Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. I hope that you take the time today to think about how can you create a generational love cycle for the generations to come.